This is the theme song. It's Heavy Hitters, episode nine. Get ready to talk about some crime. I'm Candy. This is Randy. This is the theme song. Baby Shit Boxes, episode one. Hi, I wanted to be extra today because uh, this episode is extra. What the fuck? I loved it. Thank you. That was beautiful. It was, um, I wasn't planning that. I just decided to do it. It was impulsive. Uh, I'm impulsive. So this week, we're talking about baby shit boxes. They're little. They're mini. They are not your run-of-the-mill adult shit box. They're not no shit box, Carl. They're not no shit box, Cast Iron Kathy. Kathy. <laughs> they are baby shit boxes. Because they're young. Yeah, they're young little fuckwads. And today, young fuckwad we're talking about is the youngest killer in Canada. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, so anyway, it's been a minute, Miranda. You know, we haven't seen each other in about two days. How is life? How's it going? Oh, you know, it's it's going. I, I got my desk, finally. I don't know if yes. that. It's not mm. just a desk, it's a podcast studio. Yeah, I got my podcast desk. Haven't put it together yet. Tried to I was just going to say, have you put it together? Me. No, tried to get John to do that with me after work tonight, and he was like, hmm, maybe tomorrow. But I got a chair last night, and I put that bitch together last night. So Ooh, we're halfway get there. From? I need Walmart. to get a desk chair. Ooh. It was, it was it's like 50 bucks, I think. But they had cheaper ones than that. I just wanted something that would be comfortable since I'll probably sit in it for, you know, a decent amount of time. Yeah, a couple minutes a day or something. Yeah. I agree. I agree. There is still some... There's something tickling my ear. I think there's a dog hair. There is a mini shitbox tickling your brain. One second. I don't have my headphones in because there's a hair in them. I can't... <laughs> The life of a professional famous podcaster, man. This is <laughs> difficult, difficult. This is this is um grade A production that we do here at Heavy Hitters. Straight from my guest bed. And straight from my end table. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically my microphone is attached to the end table. Well we're fancy. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, how's life for you? Wait, we didn't talk about your life. I don't want to talk about me. Life wanna is okay. Want to talk about me. Want to talk about I. <laughs> don't get us sued, Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> um, doing okay. We're we're teething in this household, so. Oh, the baby. Okay is as as good as it'll be for a couple months, probably. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I ain't mad. He's cuddly. I love yeah. a good cuddly baby. He's so cute. So sweet. I'd like to announce that it was also nice enough to go on a walk today. So yes. broke out the stroller or the jog, like the jogging stroller. Got a little jogging done. And I usually don't run because I am trash. 
but we did today. <laughs> Mainly Could- because all of the sidewalks were flooded and I had to be on the side of the road. And I was like, I don't want someone to hit me and my baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Well, Got that's... Some slightly involuntary jogging done. You were branching <laughs> out. Hell yeah. My throat is sore from breathing heavy. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking told you. I'm like, I do not run. I love that. That would be me. I would have coughed up blood when I got home or some dramatic shit. <laughs> Dude, I felt like I was going to. I like kept hacking. I'm like, I'm gonna die. <laughs> die on the side of the road. And my baby's gonna be like, what the fuck, mom? <laughs> be like, well, I guess we're done running, but we're also not home. <laughs> right. I was like, what would happen if I just like, Oh, no. So do I just like yell until someone comes and saves us? Oh. I live two blocks away. Go get my husband. <laughs> I'll be fine probably. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, so uh-huh. that's now that's that... exciting. <laughs> so now that we made fun of me for being an idiot, um I think we should just get right into the story. I didn't add any bells nor whistles it's just it is what it is today because there's there's go ahead you go ahead i was just gonna say it's straight shit box it is some straight shit box fuckery going on here and it was like this is nothing that i could like make any jokes out of or like write a little uh uh, uh, like one of those uh facetious stories about so we're just gonna go ahead all right, um, let's go, doggy. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> okay. So this story, or this is the story about, like I said, Canada's youngest murderer, or at least at the time. I hope Canada hasn't had any record breakers. Haven't paid attention to that. <laughs> um, so Jasmine Richardson. Clap, mm-hmm. clap, clap, clap. Boo. Sorry. Yeah, uh, so yeah, we're getting straight into it, because there's a lot of uh, bullshit to unpack here. Okay. Um, but this story really does have it all. Like, perfect for a movie. Um, love, betrayal, Canadians, religion, and yes, even werewolves. Ooh! <laughs> right? We fancy! Deborah Richardson was born in Alberta, Canada in 1958. Her husband, Mark, was born six years later also in Canada, in God, in Alberta, Canada, in 1964. So they met in the town of Sudbury in the late 80s, and they hit it off immediately. And I would just like to note that, yeah, these guys did have a six-year age gap, but they met when they were, like, far over the legal age to consent. And they really liked each other. And, like, they were on the same page here. Okay. Um, so... These two hit it off immediately. They were, like, basically the cutest freaking couple ever. Um, one of Mark's friends said that the day Mark professed his love for Deborah, um, that they had eyes and electricity that every couple only hopes to have. They had a love that never went away. He said that, yes, they were very much in love, like, right up to the end. Um, these two were, like, the cutest freaking couple ever. I'm going to actually send you a picture. Uh, just so I can get your reaction right now. I'm gonna okay. Ruin your, gonna ruin your fucking night. They were so cute. Like, can I just... also just say my sisters in laws are Mark and Deb? So. Oh shit. <laughs> oh, 
They are cute, though. Aren't they? Like, they look so fucking happy. They do. Like, she really looks super happy. I know. And his mustache. I don't know what it is about it. It just makes... If he didn't have a mustache, I don't think I'd like him as much. Right? Yeah. So we'll post that on our Instagram. They're a great couple. They're a beautiful couple. Um, so yeah, the two lived in Toronto for 15 years after getting married, um, and then they moved out west to a town called Medicine Hat. Ooh, okay. Medicine Hat. Very fancy. Yeah. (laughs) Like I said, during the first 15 years of their marriage, they had two kids. Um, their first kid was a daughter named Jasmine in 1994, and then in 98, they had a son, Jacob. So, the couple, uh, the whole family was described as a Norman Rockwell family. Like, you know those wholesome, cute little uh, paintings of, like, the good old days? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, their daughter, Jasmine, was a straight-A student, a people pleaser. She was basically, like, everyone's dream kid. Until puberty struck. <laughs> I was gonna um, say. She say, must not have been forever. <laughs> Jasmine, this little fucking hoe. Um... <laughs> So, like many girls uh, who was like a preteen in the early 2000s, she began going through an emo stage. I would never have done that. And by that, I mean my eyeliner and Escape the Fate t shirts. I still have my Escape the Fate t shirt somewhere. I will never get rid of that. No. Like some of them sevenfold t shirts and slipknot t shirts. And like, of course, the stone sour because I'm cultured. You know, like. There's just certain it. things you'll never get rid of. I'm just like, <laughs> but um, she began going through her emo stage. Started wearing dark clothes, dark makeup, and she was like kind of fucking off in school. Um, she adopted a love for punk rock music, and she began using the social media site Vampire Freaks. Oh, never heard of yeah. that one. To meet friends, you've never heard of it. No, but I can imagine what it was like. Wow, you never heard of it? I totally had a Vampire Freaks profile. <laughs> it was like, oh my god. You know how, um, uh, it, you, in, um, called MySpace, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, in MySpace, you could, like, use HTML to, like, decorate everything. Oh, yeah. And whatever. Were, we were full-on IT people coding our profiles on MySpace. Right, fucking <laughs> I, and, like, I, I love tweaking it, like, one letter or one number at a time just to see like what color my profile would change mm-hmm. to um so anyway you could do that on vampire freaks so mine was always like purple and black and i shared my art and i shared writing and like super emo shit like seriously I writing I, did, I was like am i okay like looking back <laughs> like i was not all right where were my parents they were there they were just like unbeknownst to everything I was doing. They thought it was a Twilight fan page. <laughs> Dude, literally. I don't fucking know. No. and But I don't know. I wasn't using it to meet uh, weirdos. I just wanted to be emo somewhere. <laughs> sure, yeah. Right. Um, one night, she went to a local punk rock concert. And I don't know if this little motherfucker... She was 12. 12. Wow. I don't know... I, like, for damn sure, her parents didn't know she was going. Um, But I don't know if, like, she had a fake ID or if they just let anyone in. Because I'm like, what are you doing as a 12-year-old going to a fucking concert? I mean, right. I don't, I don't know. I went to concerts with my parents when I was younger. But, like, 
first but off with they your weren't parents like, yeah they weren't like weirdo <laughs> local concerts or anything like that they were like actual like accredited bands and shit and i feel like all i imagine her going to is into like this dirty bar that people like snort coke off toilet seats or something <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know why that's why i get the vibe um but she met every emo girl's fantasy lover a tall pale skinny guy oh. with eyeliner don't worry and piercings oh yeah, yeah. Like wow the, the epitome of a true love in and he probably was like a victim of catfishing there are probably profiles on myspace with his pictures i'm just envisioning this no i'll show you a picture of him oh. i don't think anyone wanted to pretend to be him but damn jasmine uh. she was star stricken okay star stricken <laughs> She was stricken with the fucking plague of Jeremy Stanky. Oh, Stanky, Stanky leg. It, like, I, I call him Jeremy Stinky. It's yeah. S-T-E-I-N-K-E. Stank, Jeremy was stank? a 23... Oh. <laughs> stank? I don't 23? Know. 23-year-old burnout. Like I said, Jasmine was 12. Bye. What? <laughs> He's nearly double her age. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, so it was match made in hell, bullshit at first sight, all that fancy shit that we all dream of. Um, Jeremy was also a self-proclaimed 300-year-old werewolf. Oh, for the love of God. Yeah. Uh, to, in my opinion, that makes the age gap a little bit more weird. Yeah, Jeremy, uh, pick on someone your own size. Or your own fucking 300-year-old age. Um, homeboy wore a fucking vial of blood around his neck okay yeah he told people he liked the taste of blood so i guess he just like kept it around if he ever needed a bucket snack as any emo preteen brat would jasmine hated her parents uh you know for imposing pesky rules on her um telling her to do better in school and not allowing her to get twice her age um so yeah like of course like every kid goes through like their rebellious stage where like they're like oh fuck you mom and dad like "Eh, i hope you die you're not my real parents (laughs) the werewolves are you don't love me i want to be raped by the wolves (laughs) i wish i was adopted (laughs) except with a canadian accent eh? um yes (laughs) fuck so uh, despite, like, her parents not wanting uh, them dating, Jasmine J- and Jeremy just, like, kept dating in secret. You know? Okay. I mean, they had social media. Oh, yeah, they had the like, fucking vampire website. Yeah, they... <laughs> so they corresponded on that via emails, and then this one, um, this one Canadian, um, like, social media site for young kids, and... It's like Norexio. I don't really know how to pronounce it. I well, know, if so... it's for kids, fucking Jeremy's old ass shouldn't be on it. That's yeah, well, it was like it was like it was like for young Canadians. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, <laughs> super weird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they began to talk about uh getting rid of her family. Mm. Yeah, and Jerry actually, Jerry, Jeremy had actually spoken about <laughs> it with his friends. Um, but they were also shitty burnouts, and 
they never really thought anything of it. They were like, oh, yeah, Jeremy, you're going to get rid of your girlfriend's parents. Mm-hmm. You funny, dude. Pass the blunt. Um, <laughs> I'm just imagining that's what they said. And they weren't like, oh, your girlfriend is 12 years old, Jeremy. This is maybe a little fucked up. Yeah, I don't know. So, like, <laughs> like this, to me, like, obviously, this doesn't make it much better in any means. But um, apparently, some of her social media sites stated that she was 15. Oh. And- 23 versus 15 weird still eight fucking years so i don't i don't know like for all we know maybe she did lie about his age right or lie about her age but there wasn't any evidence backing that up aside from like her profiles which and it wasn't they had... that much of a lie no and they <laughs> met in person so it's like to me she's 12 like i don't know maybe she was like becoming well endowed but yeah, she looks like a young girl. I yeah, that's fucked I up. I see a little kid, and so obviously Jeremy thinks he's a fucking werewolf, so he's obviously in the head too. But like, come on, come on, bro, that's fucking disgusting. Come on, Jeremy Lupin. Jeremy Lupin. <laughs> oh my god, you fucking Harry Potter nerd. I would never. <laughs> so anywho, one day in late April, Jeremy and his friends were just kicking it, watching a movie because that's what fucking twenty three year olds do. I was like, when what dudes sit around a TV watching TV together? Right, and like, like do y'all have jobs? <laughs> no, they didn't. Jeremy did something, but it was like a it was like a shit job. He was busy was a being a werewolf. Order. I don't fucking know. God. Is he running around fucking ripping his shirt off, showing his white ass bare chest to the fucking world? Um, <laughs> okay, so they're so, watching a movie. Sorry. Yeah, they're watching a movie. It's called Natural Born Killers. So this movie is about a couple that like goes on a killing spree. Like they kill, they just kill a bunch of people. Oh. And Jeremy told his friends, he's like, "This is my favorite love story." Um, you know, because like best love story of all fucking time i guess like hashtag Um, goals yeah life goals loving um he told them that like he and jasmine should do that to her family and like he had made uh some like statuses that are like bro my parents or my girl's parents are like such fucking downers or like shit like that (laughs) just like talking shit about her parents and it's like yeah i'm sorry that they don't want their fucking preteen dating you you mm-hmm. weirdo their child dating a full-grown fucking man yeah yeah like come on dude you're such a fucking turd, turd. anyway anyway so then like i said that was in late april um it was speculated to be like the day before the bad thing that i'm about to tell you about happens or like the day of Okay. So anyway, fucking Jasmine and fucking Jeremy are like, you know what? My parents, they gotta go, you know? And I have a little brother, but that would be really mean of me to make him an orphan. So he's gotta go too. (gasps) Oh, fuck. Yeah, because what's meaner than murdering someone not having parents? I, I mean, think I'd rather be alive, but that's just fucking me, I guess. And stupid Jasmine, girl, you're gonna be an orphan, too. <laughs> uh, but that didn't matter, because she had a werewolf boyfriend. True. Okay. Yeah. That's 100% valid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> me and my lover, Bowie. Um, so, anyway. I don't like talking about it. I don't... This, sorry, it's just fucking disgusting. 
So Jasmine and Jeremy attack her parents. They go for the mom first, evidently. This part is a little bit confusing. Okay. Um, but anyway, they stab the shit out of her parents. Okay. Yeah. What what are her parents doing? What time of day is this? So, this is, like, at night, the middle of the night. So, they're, like, in bed. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, basically, they were slain, like, as... That's the best way to say it. Cool. (sighs) But anyway, so... It's fucking terrible. Essentially, Jeremy is off killing Jasmine's parents, stabbing them, like, with a knife. Um, And then Jasmine goes upstairs to where her little brother is cowering in his room, Mm. fucking terrified. Mm. And she's comforting him. So Jeremy Mm. comes up. And basically was about to kill him. And Jasmine is like, I need to do it. <gasps> so what? she slit her little brother's throat. <gasps> How little? He was eight. Fucking horrible. And regardless, but yeah. what? Yeah. Fucking. Uh, that's terrible. Like. She didn't want him to suffer. She's like, let me comfort you and then just... Mm -hmm. That's fucked up. And prior to this, it was said that, like, family, she especially loved her little brother. And it's like, why? Bitch, where? (laughs) Yeah, And the fact that this fucker is 23 years old and I mean yeah whatever kill her parents they're adults at least but if he's just gonna try to walk in and kill an 8 year old like Mm -hmm. not whatever kill her parents but like that's one thing for an adult to kill another adult but for an adult to kill a child fuck that and also for a child to kill a child fuck that (sighs) I hate that yes I'm very meh. Yeah. Very meh about that. So, yeah. Um, the next day... Okay, so basically, Jasmine and Jeremy fucking, like, run away. They, they're they out of the picture. They're like, well, let's go. Bye. Um, Not so, suspicious at all. Yeah, 1 p.m. the next day, the bodies were discovered... By one of Jacob's little friends because he was coming over for a play date oh with Jacob. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. That is horrendous. Yeah. He went home to get his parents who um like called the cops and they went in, found Mark and Deborah dead in the basement. They found Tyler ups Tyler. I don't know where the fuck I got that. Um <laughs> Jacob, Jasmine's little brother, upstairs. Um, and then, since they couldn't find Jasmine, they were like, oh my god, their daughter was kidnapped. Like, where is she? She's in danger. Yeah. Um, 
like they really thought that she was another victim. Mm-hmm. And then they were found like later on in the day. Um she and Jeremy were found in somewhere in fucking Saskatchewan. It was eighty something miles away. Jesus. Yeah. Later on they were both charged with um murders of all three. Each like both of them were charged with three murders. And Damn. then um one of Stanky's st- Stanky's friends um was also charged as like an ac- accessory to murder. Oh. Um and for like helping them like dispose of evidence, but it's like did she know? She might not have known cuz I don't think anything ever really came of her. Maybe she like served something, but I don't really know. I don't fucking care about her. She didn't kill anyone. Yeah, she's not a serious <laughs> shitbox. I mean, <laughs> yeah, she's like a mild shitbox cuz fucking Jeremy was her friend, but you know. Right. You know what's up, girl? Mhm. Very fucky. So Anyway, um, the good thing is, eh, one of the, it's kind of good, Jasmine, this little piece of shit, um, sorry, she, like I said, was charged with three counts of murder. Mm-hmm. One of the Canadian laws stated that, um, 12 was the youngest possible age you could be chi- ch- charged with a crime. So, like, at least she was, like, old enough to be charged with a crime? Yeah. So, I mean, if you're 11 and a half and do that, then you just run free? Yeah. I don't fucking know. Maybe that That's was just at the time. Maybe they were like, okay, um, criminals can be all fucking ages, I guess. So, basically, she could be charged with a crime, but she couldn't be charged as an adult. She had to be charged as, like, a fucking juvenile. Because, sure. I mean, she... Was very much a juvenile. I guess mm-hmm. it would be different if she was 16 or something like that. There's a lot of mental growth that happens in like those four years or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, she was given the max sentence that a child punished could be given. Guess how many years that is? Five years. No more. Ten. Yeah. Fucking Damn. ten years. <laughs> She's not for... even Jeremy's age when she gets out of fucking prison then. Literally. And technically, she got out of prison early. Of course she did. Mm-hmm. So, in 2007, she... So, a little over a year after the murders. Because the murders happened April 22nd, 2006, on November 27th. Sorry, November 2000... <laughs> <laughs> on November 8th, 2007, she was sentenced to prison. Um... Like, this included, like, 18 months already spent in custody. So, I guess, like, she technically did serve 10 years. But she only served as a convicted murderer for, like, eight and a half. Hmm. Yeah. Um. And then she also spent some time in psychiatric custody. You know, As she fucking should. She's goddamn nuts. <laughs> um. Yeah. Where is she? So, I need I need to know. <laughs> so right now, I don't I think she's going by a different name. Yeah, I'm sure she's hiding. Okay, yeah, true that. I'm sure she's hiding. Um, but it was said that in like 2011 she began like going to college. So she began going to school because I don't fucking know. She I'm, I'm like did they if she started going to college, did she like get to finish her fucking diploma in like, her high school diploma in prison? That's weird. Probably. 
that's fucked up. Or maybe took her GED after or something. Yeah, exactly. Could you imagine getting like a random roommate your freshman year of college and then you meet them and find out that they're they fucking killed their whole family? I would move right the fuck out. I would just drop out of college. <laughs> like you'd hope that she'd at least get a fucking single dorm room instead of living with someone. Oh my god. Fucking terrible. I mean it's not like she could live at home. Yeah. Um although, okay, so Throughout this, obviously, you could tell that there was a lot of psychiatric uh, evaluation, rehabilitation, etc. Um, and it said that she has expressed remorse for her actions, and experts consider this remorse genuine. Although, like, ever since she was released, she, like, hasn't really said shit to, like, prove the remorse, I guess. Of course she hasn't. She's yeah. out. That's all she cared about. Yeah, as of May 2016, she was freed from, like, all kind of, like, parole restrictions, anything like that. Sure. So, yeah, like I said, she's living her life. It's, like, rumored heavily that she lives, like, back in the, the Medicine Hat area. Okay. Um, just by, like, under a different name. Um, That's just so fucked up to me, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah. And what about her fucking boyfriend? What did he get for prison time? Jeremy. Okay, so anyway, after uh, they got arrested, Jeremy, so this is like squirting back, squirting back, scooting back to 2006. Um, Jeremy asked her to marry. And she was after like, After they yes. got caught? Yes, my sweet. I love yous. Yeah. Um, this was after they got caught. It was like they were already in jail. And, um, there was correspondence. Apparently, like, pretty much the entire time they were in jail, they uh, kept back and forth uh, talking to each other. Yeah. He proposed, and, like, they never actually got married, but she's just a fucking idiot. Um, so, he um, was, like, once roomed in prison, or, like, at some point, he was chilling with another prisoner who was actually an undercover police officer. Oh, and he basically like told the dude everything. Like he talked I love about it how when much people do that. Right, what a dipshit. Like <laughs> trust no one. Duh. <laughs> An idiot. So anywho, he was all like, Yeah, natural born killers. That's such a good movie. It's like the best love movie or the best love story ever. Like, wouldn't you want to be like that? And the police officer is like uh, he's yeah. like hell yeah dude now let me go tell right? your parole officer that you just said this <laughs> right um, so he eventually admitted like the entire murder in a, the, a conversation with the undercover police officer um, he, lols so then it wasn't until November 2008 over two years after the murder almost two and a half years after um, he was found guilty on all three counts of first degree murder um, yeah. Um, on December fifteenth, two thousand eight, he was sentenced to three life sentences. One. I thought you were for... gonna say three years, and I was like, um, no, okay. I would three life sentences. <laughs> Stupid motherfucker was sentenced to three years. I would be vomiting right now. Well, that's I'm like he got less time than she did. Okay, good. Three no, life sentences. No. Okay. They are to be served concurrently. And Stanky, Stanky will be <laughs> eligible for parole after 25 years. But... That's too fucking soon. Yeah, fucking disgusting. 
Yeah, but like I said, uh, apparently there is still correspondence between them. But that's just wild. Yeah. Just absolutely oh. fucking wild. He has also changed his name. Uh, why? <laughs> to what? Um, well, I already can ch- tell I'm gonna love this. It's Jackson May. <laughs> Jackson May? Jackson. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I think it's because he didn't want to be known as, as, as that 300-year-old vampire. True. Yeah, he... He maybe he's been or werewolf. Yeah, vampire werewolf, same thing. Unless it's Vamp Twilight. <laughs> I'm wow. a vampire. Nay. Wow. Yeah. That's so fucked up and just absolutely disgusting all around. Yeah. And it's not this... like this fucking girl had like her parents weren't like abusive to her or anything like that. But they told her she couldn't date her 23-year-old boyfriend, so she fucking killed him. Yeah, exactly. It, like, th- that's the one s- fucking strike they had against them. She's like, like, that's it. We all had shit with our parents when we were growing up. Oh, well, yeah. And, like, I went off to my room and, like, was sad about it. But it's just so <laughs> fucked that, like, you have your parents say no to you once and you're like, I'm killing them. Right? Oh my god. Like. Nuts. And how how are they going to get away from that? Like, they're literally talking about it. They're posting about how, like, right. our parents are lame. And like, he's, like, telling all of his friends when they're watching the movie, like, oh, this should be my, my girl's parents. <laughs> LOL. Like, no. Idiot. <laughs> no, stinky. Get your shit together. No, stinky leg. And I'm gonna say he kind of looked like he smelled bad too. He looked like he, he looked like his name deserved to be stinky. That's fair. <laughs> That's very fair. Fucking Jeremy. Fucking, fucking Jackson. Fucking Jeremy. And you know what else is funny about Jeremy being in this story? Hmm. So your brother-in-law's name is Jeremy. Yeah, Mark and Deb's child is Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, his brother's name is not Jacob. No, his brother's name is not Jacob. That's a plus. At least we've got that going for us. <laughs> yeah, but just... This this story makes my heart hurt. Fucking every story yes. makes my heart hurt. Fuck. I know. That's just terrible. And then, like, the fucking poor kid that found all these people is I eight know. years old, even old enough to know what dead means. Like, when you walk into the house, you're just like, oh, everybody's asleep. Well, I feel I like... I can't wake them up. This was like a motherfucking bloodbath, you know? Like, they stabbed him. They There was fights going on, and... True. Yeah, so I'm... Hmm. I hope that kid's okay. <laughs> right. God, and it's like, and it, it's 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 bad enough that you've come across dead people, but it's like this is like probably one of his best friends if he's comfortable to just like walk into their fucking yeah. house instead of like, because if if I was going over to a friend's house, I'd probably just like knock on the door and be like, nope, no one's here. But like, if it was like my best friend, like I just walk in. Yes, it, it's basically my house, so he had to have been close to Jacob to just walk right the fuck in. Well, and, and like <sighs> my mom, 
I don't know about your mom, but, like, when I would go to a friend's house, my mom would always, like, call their mom before she dropped me off and be like, hey, we're coming over, like, just so you know. Yeah. And, like, would sit in the driveway until I was let into the house and stuff like that. So, like, apparently his parents, like, were very familiar with it, too, if they just let him yeah. go. Yeah, for sure. Just fucking terrible. The whole family. I hope they're yeah. all okay. Yeah. And one, could you imagine, like, if your your kid's like, Mommy, Jacob, Jacob's family is dead. Yeah. Ex- like, fucking, they're all excuse hurt. me? What, what you talking about, son? And then for them to think that that little bitch is just missing? Yeah, and then come to fucking find out, like, oh no, it was her. Like, ugh. Yeah, that whole thing was just wild. Yeah, and like, okay, one thing, so like, they had basically like tried to pin it on each other. You know, like, oh, oh Jeremy made me do it. And Jeremy was like, oh, she made me do it. And honestly, Jeremy sounded like a big fucking dipshit. So, yeah, he, Jeremy, she probably you're 23 did. fucking years old and she's 12. Yeah. Yeah. But it was like, I gotta say, like, there was definitely some manipulation, some grooming going on. I mean, this was a fucking 12 year old with a 23 year old man. Like, just. Ugh. Yeah, definitely some not right shit happening. Yeah, but like also he's got to be fucked in the head because they were like treating it like a legit ass relationship, and God, fucking disgusting, Mm -hmm. fucking disgusting. If you got a thing for twelve year olds, you better be like twelve. I'm just saying, like, don't be disgusting. Well, I got jail. That's the only solution (laughs) for real. And like, even if like. Even if there's nothing, like, physical going on there, like, that's an ulterior motive. You've got a weird, you have a weird fetish, my guy. Mm-hmm. Get some therapy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fall off the face of the earth, please. Thank you. Seriously. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> yeah, I'm bothered now. Yeah, same. Okay, so we would just like to end the episode with saying... Thank you for listening. Uh, We will be back next week with Miranda's completely unplanned episode of Baby Shit Boxes. Hopefully, it it doesn't make your ears want to bleed. Yes, but it probably won't be happy. My ears want to bleed because of this one. (laughs) Um, And, like, on a more serious note, we also wanted to say that... We do not condone the Russian invasion of the Ukraine. It's very uncool. Very naughty of them. Very not nice. You know, I... Yeah, today I heard on the radio that they were starting some negotiations. So hopefully that's a step in the right direction for um, the Ukrainian government. And hopefully... Russia pulls the fucking dead bug out of their ass and goes home. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm a rambler when it comes to politics stuff because my brain is made out of co- uh, cottage cheese and scrambled eggs. So. <laughs> I'm a rambler when it comes to serious things because my brain says to make jokes about it. Yeah, I really, I really want to make a joke. So I guess let's end this with a joke. It's a really bad one that Miranda didn't really laugh at earlier, so I'm just going to repeat it. In Soviet Russia, you don't listen to podcast. Podcast listen to you. 
And sadly, that's probably the fucking truth. <laughs> good night, good luck, and we'll see you next fucking Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs>